Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to uh, a special WTAF This Country podcast. And it's uh, with a heavy heart, and it's it's a sad day today, as um, uh, Michael Slugs Slegs uh, unfortunately passed away yesterday as we are recording this. Um, So we wanted to get together and um, uh, do a little tribute. I'm here with Neil. Hello, Neil. Hello, Pav. Um, So we wanted to do a little tribute. We've put some clips together for... Uh, the episode that he was in, his his own episode, and also a couple of little bits from the two live shows that we did. Um, but we wanted to start off just with our thoughts and our memories of um, of Michael, because uh, the remembrance of the character, the legend, the, the, the yeah, legend, yeah. the absolute legend. I was I was putting the the hashtag the man the legend today, and it's not obviously the word legend gets banded around, mm. but he was one of those guys that. Um, always had a smile on his face he did he was always positive i mean i I don't think i ever met the chap not being positive i knew him before obviously he mm. was in this country and it, it was um yeah and then when he became a little bit you know a known face around the the uh the town of siren sister because of this country he was always so giving and always so accommodating to everybody you know and, and, I think and he, humble i think he genuinely loved being recognized mm. He loved the fact, and he, I don't think he, not that I ever heard, that he never turned anyone down for a selfie. No. I don't, I don't think he could have, he could imagine that people wanted a selfie. No, exactly. You know, and I think he absolutely loved that notoriety, mm. and I think he embraced the whole thing. I think someone said to me that his, one of his dreams was to be on TV. Mm. And he fulfilled his dream. He did. He managed to, and then he, he's got his book coming soon, which would be... I, I just, I'm, I'm so looking forward to reading it myself. Yeah, I really am. But the fact that he's done a lot for us, um, he was always, you know, he would always do it, no mm. matter what we asked of him. Right back to when we did the anniversary show, and all we did was get him to sit in the car and heavy breathe. Well, let's put that in context. Yeah, <laughs> we did a, we did our own version of a carpool karaoke, didn't we? We mm. sang Bohemian Rhapsody, and we That's had. Right. Uh, uh, who do we have? Charlie Ann, who's a lovely uh, young singer. Yeah. And we had Aaron, Aaron yeah. who's an Elvis impersonator and that, sat there. And then there's a bit, I mean, it's on, I think it's on, we, we put it up on YouTube. I think it's up on our YouTube channel. It might I be. I believe the video. Yeah. And then halfway through, the whole song stops. 
and Mike, Michael is just there doing his heavy breathing. And it's just a, it, I mean, it, we got some funny looks when we were just like, it was like yeah. outside. My we were house, just weren't outside we? there. Literally, yeah. we didn't go anywhere in no. the car. And we were just doing a little look to the back behind the camera. And I remember I just, I just kept laughing because I, obviously, he was behind us. But all you could hear was the, mm. <sighs> like that. <laughs> and it's like, and it's just, it's just perfect. It was very funny. But he like, he, he came rolling in on his bike, didn't he? Yeah. So what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Did it, finished it. And then off he rolls yeah. on his bike. And it was like, that was, that was what he did. He did so brilliantly. And he never, he never said no to us. I mean, yeah, he was so, I mean, we did the quiz, didn't we? He the was quiz a, of the, the year. The, yeah. And he did the score master, the yeah. very first one. The, the the live shows which you you're going to hear clips of um shortly he was he was a star yeah he was an absolute star yeah and he was always because i can remember i think both times when we asked him if he would do it he would keep saying there's going to be other people isn't there i'm not going to be mm. up on the stage by myself he was nervous so he was always apprehensive about mm. the limelight and the you know and the spotlight but when he was in it he was a natural. He and was he very was, funny, wasn't he? He was naturally funny. And he's, that's what I was going to say. There are very few people that can just naturally be funny. Mm. There's people that try and be funny, and there's people that succeed in being funny by trying to be funny. He was just, like, naturally funny. And I, mean, I don't mm. mean this in a horrible way. I've said this before, but he could sit there and, and you would laugh. Not because of he, he, how he looked, no. but just because of how he was. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a joke teller, per se, was no, he? He no. was... Um, it was just naturally funny. Just he a naturally really funny guy. So it's just nice to celebrate, you know, to celebrate what he's done and, and everything for us. It's just really nice. It yeah. Really is. Yeah. And it's been lovely seeing the outpouring of uh, love and, and mm. stuff on, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram today. Um, and I also think it's because I, I, was, um, I was talking to somebody today, where one of the press things, I don't know who it was, and saying that, look, we, we've we sort of... Because we live in Sirencester, and obviously uh, Michael was from Sirencester, and this country is sort of from Sirencester, I feel like we sort of take ownership of it. Mm. And even Dump Gang members and, and fellow This Country fans, all, we all sort of... I, I feel like it's our own little thing. Mm. And you don't realise just quite how wide... Now it's a BAFTA-winning show... You think I was on little old BBC Three, and it's not, you know, it's not a massive, mm. massive thing. But then when you see like this, and you see that the outpouring of grief from so many different areas, yeah. that you sort of realise that it is actually, it's a lot of a bigger phenomenon than you realise. Mm. And I think that somebody like Michael, who again, his character's not in every episode. You know, in some episodes he's in it, but he's only in it in the background or he has one line or, mm. you know, like minor injuries. All he basically does is he, he, he shakes pork chop by the hand well, and right. smiles because Kerry's on the and floor. And you can see them laughing and whispering exactly. in the background. So there, he's not even what you would call a main character, if you like. But the, the image I've got of him is when he's walking to the cinema with his, with Kaylee. <laughs> Dressed as Danny Zucker, I and just he's think, got that lovely yeah. smile on his face. He is so that's proud a genuine smile, isn't it? He is so proud of himself, and the way he's thinking, "I look like the dog's bollocks, mm. and I look like John Travolta." Yeah, um, so that that's one of the images I uh, is, is ingrained in my memory. Now. Yeah, it's just a, one of those sort of images. Yeah. There are there are loads of them. You know, the fact that we came to our that anniversary show that the video was on. He sat with my family because yeah. he had nobody else, and yeah, and 
they all fell for him, if you know what I mean. And he was taking yeah. he, he was taking selfies all night that night. Because mm. I remember my daughters went up, um, and even my um, daughter's boyfriend said that he was like a bit worried about going up to see. Uh, slug. Mm-hmm. He said, "It's slugs over there. I don't think I can go and talk." I said, "Go and talk to him. He's he is the, like the least pretentious person you'll ever mm. meet. He'll he'll be sort of frightened that you're going up to speak to him as such because he he doesn't think of himself as a a star or as a TV personality or anything." Um, but it's so sad. You know, it Thirty three years old is is no, no age. is no age, but he's fulfilled a lot for his life, and let's celebrate what he has achieved. Absolutely, let's Absolutely. really celebrate what he's achieved. So we're gonna uh, be quiet now. Though there'll, there'll be no talking from us. Not not at the end of the, the podcast. We'll just end with whatever the last clip is. So you'll hear a few clips from his um, his episode that he had on on his own, uh, the Slugs Speaks episode. Uh, you'll hear a couple of clips from the first WTAF live show and a couple of clips, I think maybe yeah, one or two clips from the second uh, WTAF show. The second WTAF show, the recording isn't fantastic, so I've tried to boost it up and clean it up as best I can. So I apologise um, for that, but please uh, spend the next 20, 25 minutes um, thinking about Michael and enjoying just Michael being Michael. Yeah, the joy he gave. Yeah, so that's it uh, from us. So thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, pal. And go and get plumbed, you fuckers. With the uh, Series 2 impending coming very, 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 very soon, soon. Um, we are now very lucky that we've got another member of the cast, a legendary member of the cast. Actually live in the shed. Looking at us in a very funny way. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome Slugs himself. We've pulled him away from Laser Quest. Michael Sleggs, how are you today? Very good, thank you. Yay! Hey! Did you have a nice Christmas? Oh, it's, it's an off the hook. Was it? Ate oh. too much, drank too much. All that, all that and above. Yeah, punched yeah. a few turkeys. Punched <laughs> a few turkeys and lasered a few quests. <laughs> oh, I like <laughs> it. Right, Michael, I'm going to ask your first question. How did you become involved with this country? How did the process start for you? So, as far as I remember, uh, a few years ago I ran into... Daisy at the Nelson pub. Yep. And started chatting to her about what we're doing with our lives. This is like way back, about five years ago. Had you known Daisy previous to this? I hadn't, but she, well, apparently I had, but I didn't remember. <laughs> it was <laughs> terrible. But uh, no, we went to the same primary school together. Uh, she was about two years younger than me, I think. And so she remembered me because she sort of looked up to her older peers. Um, and so, yeah, we're talking about our lives, where we were going and stuff and what we wanted to do with it. And I was, so I just came back from university. I was doing filmmaking there. And I, I really enjoy filmmaking, but I didn't enjoy the course or anything. And she's like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like it's quite hard at university if, if they, you know, so well, she was at RADA, isn't it? And yeah, then, yeah. So she was doing an acting in course and that apparently was quite brutal. Um, but she said she was writing for BBC at the time. We were just trying to get herself out there. And I was like, oh, cool. What are you, what are you writing or whatever? And she's like, I'm trying to write comedy for a TV show or something. And I was like, brilliant. And I think, because she said to me later on that because I expressed enthusiasm in it, as opposed to other people who've been like, oh, yeah, whatever. Trying to shut her up sort of thing. She, she was more fond towards it, I suppose. And so when I asked, can I be in it? <laughs> Very cheekily, she sort of, Agreed, and then 
she wrote it and she sort of wrote a character specific to me, even though it's not me. Whatever. <laughs> Everyone else says it is, they're wrong. Um, and then I read for it and sent some tapes off to the BBC and they liked it too. So, yeah, it worked. Oh, brilliant. So, you say that the character isn't isn't you. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously the name is very, very close to your name. Was there ever another character name that it was going to be? Or <laughs> or is it because she wrote be it for you? I this. Okay. <laughs> but it was originally just going to be called Slegs. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but, thankfully, they changed it because they realised <laughs> it's a bit... It's a bit too mean to, you know... Have your actual name. Yeah, I oh, I don't know if they realised that, if that was a reason for it, but I think they needed a more, I don't know, more of a nickname sort of thing for the character. Uh, which, ironically, I've never been called Slugs beforehand. So, uh, but now I can't stop being called that. Right. Everybody calls you it yeah. now, I would imagine. It's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. So, so um, well, not I too like much. That. Yeah, not, yeah, not the say. Slugs. Oh, slugs no, don't like salt. No. <laughs> We have some friends with us. So first, he loves his orange squash. His membership of the Dump Gang is still under review. The man, the legend, it's Slugs himself, Michael Sleggs. She called me Mr. Bombastic, silly fantastic. Touch me on me box, she says I'm Mr. Romantic. Call me fantastic, touch me on me box, she says I'm Mr. Smooth. Just like a silk. Now, we don't want to leave you out. We've got you a present as well. Yeah, you have to open it. It could be something different. It could be something different. Right, uh, drum roll, please, everybody. Oh, it's a screw fix catalogue. Oh. <laughs> so how are you, Michael? Very well, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you very much for gracing us on this stage. All right. Yeah? Good. Things going well after season two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? All good. Love an agent, just... Whoa, player! Is that what the kids? Is that the kids say it? I don't know. You look younger than me, so what agent is? What player? Is that do they do that? Player. Right, let's examine what you've been. uh, What you've been up to? Hang on, hang on. Listen, I've just fucked up. Examine. I'm never going to be able to do that. Right, Michael. Tell us about your experience then on the set. So, uh, of this country, are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, obviously, but... You are there. Particular episode, or...? Yeah, this particular, yeah, this episode, particular episode, so you're yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the you one where they, it. you know, chuck the slushy out my hand, and it's dreadful, and... Oh. <laughs> Everybody in here is with oh, you I know, well, that. it was... It looked traumatic. like real pain on your face. Mate, it was. Was it? Having a bad day. Now, what flavour slushy was it? It was about... It was blue raspberry. I think I went through, like, ten of them that day, because... We did so many takes, but, you know. It's, yeah. That they was did the, one, two takes. the one good thing that day. Yeah. Now, on the Comet Relief, where you drank all that orange squash, yeah, yeah. you had to go round the back and was sick. Yeah. With your microphone on as that's well. That's right, yeah. Were you sick because of all the slushy you were drinking? No, no. Actually, I managed to keep that down. Well done. I know. Thank well you. Well done. Thank you. There you go. So, yeah. Thank you. Is blue raspberry your fra- favourite flavour? Uh, I didn't really have an option, to be honest. But okay. yeah, it's alright. He's not that big a star yet. Yeah. He can't choose what colour fleshy. Not fleshy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, fleshy. fleshy yeah. <laughs> right, before That's we go disgusting. any further, though, uh, Michael, I have to clear something up uh, with you. Why are you so crap at opening bottles of bubbly? Oh. 
nice. Now, I have to ask, is it just bottles in general? No, it was, I was being chivalrous. I was trying to make her feel like a big... Were you with me? Was, was that like with you me, with me in the back? Because I had to open your bottle of bird in the back. <laughs> Again, chivalry. Trying to make you feel like a big man. But, you know. Oh, you don't need to make me feel like that. <laughs> just more pies. <laughs> now, one of the things that um, Daisy and Charlie spoke about when they came in and did a podcast with us, um, when we asked them who should be the next James Bond, they both said you. <laughs> of course. They so, genuinely did. So I we thought that you should maybe do a little bit of a, uh, an audition, if you don't mind. Well, especially as now, you know, you're looking for more acting work. Yeah, and and got... obviously the agent's going to be... Yeah, now, be. obviously you can read. Yeah. I take it. Yeah, just... <laughs> I wasn't yeah. trying to diss you. Diss your man, hey? See, I'm doing it again, mate. Hey? Okay. Action. Yeah. Oh, Miss Muddy Fetty, I see you're impressed with how I threw my hat in that stand. Now let's check. Nice. I think that was a good one. First one. Number two. Oh, Q. What a nifty gadget you have been to defeat my devious enemies. Now let's shag. That's a good one. Last one then. Here we go. Should I just get to the end? No. no. The whole lot. Oh, your majesty. It's not hard to work for the queen and country. Now let's shag. <laughs> the new James Bond, ladies and gentlemen. The new James Bond. Well, Daniel Craig's only got one more in him. He has. Right, we, uh, we uh, did a call out to some fans to ask for their own threatening letters. And uh, we've got three that we'd like you all to read one each, if that's okay. So there's number one for Paul. Uh, this one is for you, Mr. Sleggs. Uh, this is by Kath Layton. Um, Dear Kerry, your eyes remind me of the ocean. I compare you to a useless, lifeless muscle clinging to a rock. It gives me a tingly sensation watching you from my bedroom window. I get thoughts which give me goosebumps on end. But not because I'm scared, it's because I'm excited. You know I am previous with S Club 7, but that's history now. It's all about you. We both know about bad habits, habits care. You moved me and I took a sign for our love when I showed you the Meerkat collection. Uh, your enthusiasm made me fall in love with you. I loved your act, random act of kindness. Selflessly. Oh, selfishly. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> brackets. Who, is el- uh, who else is connected with themselves to do this? Uh, lastly, really liked how you wore my tattoos of love. I made them for you proudly. I love you, Care, and I will protect you. I will protect what is mine, manned. <laughs> Round of applause. Uh, one of the other uh, legendary moments of this, we'll come to you now, Mr. Sleggs. Um, obviously, Curtin's shop bought disaster. Curtin had to do a forfeit. And uh, I feel I should have like the Simon Bates r music going on in the background. Uh, this is the moment. Wait, mate, how's it going? It's not good. Oh, really? What's wrong? Really low, mate. Why? Just found out. Kay's been sending messages to other guys on Facebook. Shit. What sort of messages? Sexual, mostly. Oh, God. Oh, so sorry to hear that, mate. 
Thanks. Uh, she says she know what she wants. Yeah. I'm going over there now to see if I can work things out. Mm. Well, it he will, will work itself out, mate. It's it all easier. I hope so. She's really fucked in the head, mate. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, that really was pure hurt on your face there, wasn't that was. it? So we'll ask the same question. So how many takes did that? Well, well just... Yeah, it's on. Um, that actually, I mean, I didn't laugh at any of them. So. Uh, what a pro. Which compared to the first series, I laughed at everything. Um, but I think just for options, they did about like five takes. Right, so did they ask you to do anything different, or were you, you pretty much doing the same thing every time? Pretty much the same thing. I think I went through about ten slushies drinking them before I had time to <laughs> roll action, but, you know. <laughs> Your tongue must job. have been really blue. It was, it was, it was chemically blue. It was nice. <laughs> industrial cleaner. And I think it was one really long take, wasn't it? We did the whole cake thing, and they just carried on filming, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It didn't, it didn't, there just, was no you break. You stand there for about 30 seconds just looking at the ground in complete despair. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you want to just give him a hug? Don't you want to just give him a hug? I, I, was, I was watching Michael's face while he was watching that, and he had the same look. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so how, did, how do they treat you on Daisy and Charlie? How do they Because they obviously know you away from the whole of this country thing. How do they treat you on set? Are they they sort of quite nice to you, or can they? Can, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. They're, no, no, it's, they're really they're really good. They're really like uh, it's kind of like we're mates, but they're also there to we're all there to do a job, but we all agree it's a fun job to do. They're having fun. I mean, it's a great crew, so mm. everyone's having a good time. Um, I mean, obviously they look after you because you're actors, but I think they they overlook after. Actors, to be honest, um, never had any, never had any problems. If that's what you're yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, So your whole experience of the actual filming and that, you, you really in, enjoyed it, or did it did it get a little bit boring after a while? No, no, I, I didn't. The only thing that got boring was getting hold off all the time. Oh, right. I can't really blame them for that, to be honest. Um, I don't really mind. I'm not. I don't know. It doesn't bother me to go through scenes multiple times just to find out what works. Were you allowed to be on set when you weren't filming? Or were you on set when you, were, you weren't doing your scenes? I mean, I was allowed to be, I suppose, but I did, I did go, I think, a couple of times. To yeah. Carry and Kurt and do a tune or whatever, but um, usually I, would, I was I was called in specifically for certain days of shooting anyway. So I'd be on set or be either in my, in my trailer. <laughs> you had your own trailer. Yeah, everyone has their own trailer. Great. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Wow. So, just uh, living the life. Is it a proper trailer? Or yeah, it's probably well, it's proper. Like, yeah, it's got. A, wasn't just like a mini van or something. No, it's a proper trailer. It's got, it's got a toilet. It's got a TV. It's got, it's got mirrors and yeah. cupboards and stuff. So I brought my Sega along and started playing <laughs> a lot of Master System <laughs> during my downtime, and then uh, I went back out and. Did my scenes and then came back. How easy was it to learn your lines? Well, I don't know that many lines, so it was fairly simple. Yeah. I'm actually saying that, you know. Did you pro- get any direction then? As in, did they say to you, look, we want you to be more like this? I mean. Yeah, well, the main thing is, I think I have a tendency to try, 
try and like I'm reading something. I I think I I know how it can be how it can be performed or whatever. Uh, so then I perform it in that way, and like no, that's obviously too much acting. <laughs> it's not real. It's just you're, you're acting as if you know. It's like you can see if someone's acting and if they're not. Yeah. So the, the only direction I really got was just say it like you would say it yourself. Um, and so now the other thing that that in series one that that you probably do more of than anybody else is running. I mean, was that something that they 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 put in because they thought we can get Slugsy running here, listen, or, or I think uh, yeah, probably. I think because they know it looks funny when I run because <laughs> I don't do it that often outside of that. And uh, obviously, they they writ the scene so I well, the idea was I'd look puffed out. I don't know if I was. I I, I didn't feel it. I was just sort of acting. That was fantastic acting then because uh, you looked absolutely shagged out yeah. in a lot of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, so. I mean, that's the only thing I, I did was acting. We did a lot of a lot of running down that hill, but there was like 10 minutes between each take that we did. Right, okay. And uh, the problem was, the reason we did too many takes was probably because of laughter on right. my behalf. But, um, and what about your look? Did you, get a, did you get a say in like the puffer jackets and all of that? Or I think Daisy probably right. suggested that's just like, let's make him as... Bastic as well. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. <laughs> you just did. But in a joke. <laughs> not, yeah. yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you, have, you have got your own, or I should say Slugs has got his own sort of style, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's usually a T-shirt with some sort of ridiculous saying on it, like the man, the legend, or, um, or other, in the second series, I wear something, oh my God, I can't remember what it was. I mean, do with having a girlfriend. Right. But he likes his puffer jackets as well, doesn't that, he? That too, yeah. I mean, that's only one scene, though. But there's a puffer jacket and he also has, like, the the, the waist... The waist yeah. Cut. What's it called? The gelée. The gelée, yeah. Really? Do you not know that word? I no. didn't know that oh, word. I do feel like... I thought that's what you shaved with. No, it's a gelette. <laughs> oh, right, OK. There you go. <laughs> so what, what was your favourite scene to film, then, of yours? Uh, my favourite scene was probably... Um... Yeah, probably actually the running scene because that's the most sort of funny to me anyway. I think um, the date scene was a nightmare because Charlie just kept making me laugh, not on purpose. Just the, the idea of him showing up as like special silk shirt, he's wearing, <laughs> and looks like an idiot. <laughs> but then that's another thing: is that Slugs is, a, is a, he's a bit of a late, he's a bit of a smooth yeah. operator, yeah, isn't especially he? The, well, he seems pretty cool in the second series, right? For okay. a while, at least, yeah. Oh, right. Oh. He's getting to become a bit of a ladies' man, is he? Is that what it is? Well, he's not. He's, he's just a decent guy, I think. Um, even though he's, like, pretty unattractive and quite a loser, there's something that he's... He's not, like... There's a charm to him, Yeah, there's it? not, like... He's not, like... I don't know, not like, not like Curtin's arrogant, but he's not... He's a bit more... Like, I assume that I'm amazing. Sort yeah. of. He's a bit more bolshy, isn't he? Yeah. He's a bit more sort of very forward with a lot of stuff, but I think there's a lot of insecurities Quite behind humility. that. Yeah. We asked this to Paul, who plays Martin, in regards to if they did a spin-off of the character, where you think they would be. Right. So if they did a Slugs spin-off, what would you think? I mean, I, I could see him being the, the host of, like, Robot Wars or something. 
Uh, really? Has he yeah, got that yeah. much enthusiasm? Oh, he could have it. He, or something where he's running he's gladiators or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny. The more enthusiastic the show needs, the less... I, like, just to be like that. Ninja so, Warrior. Ninja Warrior. Do it yeah. in your puffer jacket <laughs> swinging around. <laughs> Please don't feed him any salt. Mr. Michael Sleggs. <laughs> Doing well? Good, good. So soon to be published author, eh? Yeah, Look at that. Um, yeah, I wrote a book. So tell us about this book, Michael. <laughs> I just I wrote a book. You Can know. you just not sell it so much? You oh, know, no, I think no, it's sorry. just too much information. So it's, it's tell based, us about it, Michael. Based on my time at primary school, uh, which turns out was funny. Uh, but it's very savage, uh, brutal sort of commentary towards my friends and enemies and what have you. But it's all interesting. Do you name names? I had to change all the names because it's oh, too critical. But they're still names. But in a comedy way, but they, just in case. You know. When you say critical, <laughs> I, I mean, how, how bad can primary school kids be? No, no it's more my thoughts on, on them than their thoughts on me, I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> it's like if you have your, your mental voice saying the things that you don't say, but then you say them in the book. So, so did you like write a diary throughout your school? Is this like Kenneth Williams' diaries where you it's basically assassinate everybody? Pretty much, yeah. I haven't read that book, though. I don't know what that is. But what, Kenneth Williams? You know, all matron. But apparently it's, everyone who's read it says it's all right. So, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, by all means, buy it when it comes out. When's it, when's it due out? Do you know? Um, yeah, probably about six months from now, I think, roughly. Oh. They, they're currently working on, you know, editing and stuff. So. And have you sold the TV rights yet? No. But sold! Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got that, Pav. Done. £2.50. All right. So how long did it take you to write? Has this been something that you've been, like, making notes since you've been in primary school? No, or? no, no. So what happened was, actually, Daisy uh, asked me about this random person we went to school with uh, years ago. And I know him as a bit of a weirdo. So I... Is it, is it Rob Robinson? <laughs> no, it wasn't Rob Robinson, unfortunately, no. Um, but it was, it was someone we went to school with. He's a bit of a weirdo to this day and so I sent her a couple of texts of what I remembered of him and she thought that was hilarious so I sent her a couple more stories about him and then eventually I started writing more and more stories to the point where it was becoming quite sick the text <laughs> that I thought well there's probably a whole book here if I that, just that's obviously novel speak isn't it thick with text yeah okay so I, I sort of advanced it into making fun of all my friends and the weirdos I went to school with. Uh, so have any of the weirdos read any of it? No. And I'm hoping they won't recognise themselves. But How many weirdos did you go to school with? Well, to be fair, the, the book was primarily about this one guy, but then it sort of ended up being about everyone. What, teachers as well? Teachers, yeah. yeah. yeah I had did you, you name the teachers, though? No, but I had to call up one to try and get 
uh, licensing agreement out of her. <laughs> and <laughs> and how did she, that call go? Well, she, I told her about it, the book being quite savage, and you know, I'll change your name, so don't worry about it. And she went, no, no, no. And then she goes, yes, I understand how you know books will be like this. And she started saying what she thought would be savage jokes, and I'm like, um, had worse, but uh, sure, that'll just just don't read it. That'll. So how it. how did you decide the the names that you were going to change into? So if someone was called Mr. Green, did you call him Mr. Spleen or something like that? So <laughs> or did you completely change their name? Um, just give us a, give us an example. One of the real names and one of the no, names. No, I can't give you a real name. I, can't I give mean, you a just real so we can see how your mind works, no, Mr. Perkins. No, 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 we no. might be able to work the crack the code. It might be like the Enigma machine. We might be able to work out who everybody well, is. I'll, I'll tell you, a few of them rhyme with their original name. Really? Yeah, kind of, yeah. That's but it. That's interesting. That's Did you have to change the name of the school? I haven't actually done that yet. I need to do that. <laughs> so we better not. That was yeah. That's one thing I forgot to do. Howls. Call it Howls. Howls School. Howls. Actually, that's quite good. Yeah. Can you get the transcript back and change that quickly yeah, before I'll, they go I'll to press? Yeah, change it before it goes out. So what's the name of the novel? Uh, Memoirs of a 90s School Kid. And nice. My, face, my school picture on the front of it. Aww. Yeah, Why didn't you Eight give us that? Old. We could have put it up on the big screen. You asked. Sorry. Why didn't you know? I should have known. <laughs> you should have. Now, another thing you did um, just before Christmas, you um, were part of the group that turned the lights on in our hometown, yeah. the, the Christmas lights. What was that experience like? That was incredible. Like, yeah? You grew, up, you grew up in this town, you sort of, not idle, but you look, you look at, towards a Christmas um, lighting ceremony every year, you look forward to it, and you, you know there's going to be some sort of celebrity there, and I still don't consider myself really sort of way famous. But and but because of it, like they they treat you so well before, and they have like this reception at the town council, which was lovely. Uh, Santa Claus was there, so I got a hug from him. Only a hug, not a present. <laughs> no, no present. No. Oh. But yeah. well, you have to wait and see whether you, you you were a good boy. Well, obviously now you know because Christmas is gone that you were a good boy and you got loads of presents, didn't you? Yeah. Did yeah. you get? A good, <laughs> did you enjoy the reaction from the crowd? Yeah, that was amazing. I think just like it's obviously. Not, not me really. I think they're mostly for Daisy and Charlie, and it's just such a great team to work with that they. Um, I just feel so like lucky to be just part of it. I mean, I've not I've done nothing different in my life to allow this, but it's great. But I think it was nice for some of the photos to see it wasn't just Daisy and Charlie. Um, Len was there, and oh yeah, Len, the dad um, was there. And yeah. it, it was nice that it was a few of you all all there. I we thought. tried to get the vicar down, but he was busy. Done. Yeah, busy. Yeah. And just quickly, I've got another question. Obviously, you did the um, Comic Relief yes. short special or whatever. Now, you drank a lot of squash on the clip. Was that for real? Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, there's a funny story about that. I don't know if I, did I not say it last time? You might do, but we'll put it on here. We'll carry on. Okay. Yeah, tell us. Um, so, because we did so many, like, takes of it as well, and each time they wanted me to drink more and more. So, by the end of it, I drank about... 20 glasses of orange is like a pint size <laughs> and i was like oh sorry guys like i gotta go to the loo so yeah. i went to the loo and I, I threw up like like well quite a lot but i came out and they were all pouring it's like what's going on they're like your radio mic was still on no. you heard everything you did and i was like oh no so 
Here is a man, here's a man that was on TV. I think it was on BBC Three. On a program called This Country. Yeah, oh, you know him, you know him, cause he's so funny. On a comedy called This Country. Yes, it's on the BBC. Yes, it is Slagsy. Yes, it is Slagsy. Yes, it is Slagsy. This country. Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.